The text that calls for our attention this Good Friday evening is our Old Testament reading from Isaiah 52 and 53, where the suffering of God's servant is detailed. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Manny the lamb's wool was as white as white can be. He lived in a beautiful field where everything was just perfect. The sun was always shining and the ground was always green. He had a perfect life, free of troubles. One day, Manny was placed in a new field with a new flock. This flock loved what they called adventures. They always found something to do, and they almost always ended up finding trouble. The shepherd came to talk to his sheep one day. He said, stay away from the barn. I just painted it with a new coat of red paint. It's still wet, and if you get too close, it'll stain your wool. Proddy wanted to see that barn up close. He loved adventures. He went up to the barn and checked it all out. He poked around the barn all day. Manny knew to listen to the shepherd. He stayed far away from the barn. His fleece remained perfectly white. When Proddy came back, part of his wool was red. He had rubbed up against the fresh paint. His wool was stained red. It was spotted. One day when the flock was out grazing, Covey saw a blueberry bush just over the fence. Looks mighty tasty, he said. Manny reminded the group. The shepherd said never to cross the fence. Covey could not resist. He could taste the blueberries before he had even had a chance to reach the bush. He took a bite. They tasted just like he had imagined. He stayed and ate bite after bite. Manny knew to listen to the shepherd. He stayed safely on his side of the fence. His fleece remained perfectly white. When Covey came back, part of his wool was blue. He had rubbed up against the bush, trying to reach the biggest berries on the branch. His wool was stained blue. It was spotted. One day, when the flock was grazing, Tressie saw a bunch of clovers. Between her and the clovers was a big patch of mud. Manny said, don't forget, the shepherd does not like it when his sheep get dirty. Don't go into the mud. Tressie could not resist. She wanted to munch on those clovers so badly. She went over to the clovers, right through the mud. Manny knew to listen to the shepherd. He stayed out of the mud. His fleece remained perfectly white. When Tressie came back, part of her wool was brown. She got mud on her when she went over to munch on the clovers. She was not careful. She went right through the mud. Her wool was stained brown. It was spotted. One day the shepherd came to see his sheep. When he saw all of the sheep, he was sad. They were all stained. They were all spotted. Some with red, some with blue, some with brown, but all spotted. Except Manny. His wool was perfectly white. He was spotless. The shepherd told the sheep that only spotless sheep could come with him to a brand new field that he had been preparing. Proddy and Covey and Tressie were so sad. They wanted to be a part of the shepherd's flock forever. Manny was sad too. He loved Proddy and Covey and Tressie. Manny walked over to each one of them and rubbed his wool against their wool. And something amazing happened. 
the stains on their wool were gone. They were spotless. Manny, though, was not spotless. He was filled with spots. Red spots, blue spots, brown spots. Manny then walked away, out of the field. The other sheep watched as those spots, their spots, disappeared as Manny carried them out of sight. The shepherd said to the other sheep, Come with me. I will take you to a perfect field. There the sun always shines and the ground is always green. You will have a perfect life, free of troubles. But what about Manny? said Tressie. Don't worry, said the shepherd. After he takes care of your spots, he will meet you there in that perfect field. He will be there with you. The shepherd said, Let's go. Proddy, Covey, and Tressie, with a skip in their step, all followed the shepherd to their new home. He was right. It was perfect. The sun always shined, the ground was always green, and Manny was there too. This is a child's book, written to try to help young children understand the great exchange that God made with us on Good Friday. And perhaps simplicity is best on a night like this. It would be incredibly sad if we left here tonight without a firm, basic understanding of the great work that Jesus accomplished for us on that first Good Friday. Yes, on that day, all of our spots, all of our prodigal moments, all of our covetous desires, and each of our trespasses were removed from us and were placed on Jesus. As the prophet Isaiah said, on that day the Lord laid on Jesus the iniquity of all his wandering sheep. Wondrously, all of our spots disappeared that day, but they did not just go away. They landed squarely on Jesus. In the children's book, Jesus leaves the field with the spots of the other sheep. He removes them from sight. Later, he rejoins his sheep in that new field that serves as a symbol of heaven. But as our reading reminds us, it was not quite that simple. This book purposely leaves out the exact method by which Manny gets rid of all of those multicolored spots. The image of Manny the lamb being slaughtered might be a little disturbing for a young child getting ready for bed. But then again, it is perhaps no less disturbing for those of us who are gathered here tonight. After all, with all of the various imagery we use in the church, pictures of slain lambs are not common among us either. We sort of wince when we hear about how lambs' throats would be slit in preparation for the Passover meal. And truth be told, it's very rare to see pictures of Jesus at his worst point on the cross used in the church either. We generally only bring out the rugged-looking crosses on nights like tonight. We do not want to ponder the true nature of what happened on Good Friday. For those of you who have seen the Passion of the Christ, just remember how shocking it was the first time you saw how brutal yet accurate that depiction of what the Lord endured was. We all want to look away. We want to look away because it's so violent. We want to look away because we love the one who is enduring all of that violence. But perhaps most of all, we look away because we know the truth. We know that the violence he suffers is because of our spots, our prodigal moments, our covetous desires, our trespasses. 
to look at Jesus hanging so beaten and bloodied upon the cross leaves us no wiggle room to act as if our sins are no big deal. The severity of sin is revealed so clearly there. This is where we learn in our hearts what we have read with our eyes. The wages of sin is death, bloody, brutal death. Yes, we are right to want to close our eyes. We are right to have tears well up in those eyes. We are right to want to hang our head in shame. But hear this, Jesus did not gather you here to just make you cry. He does want you to ponder the results of your sin in order that you might turn from them and the death they cause. But he does not want your pondering to stop there. As your head hangs in shame, he wants you to look down. He wants you to look down at your wool. Rejoice. It is spotless. Your prodigal moments, your covetous desires, and your trespasses, they are all gone. You will dwell with the good shepherd in the new field of heaven forever. Manny the Lamb has taken your spots away. Yes, Manny the Lamb, Jesus himself, Emmanuel, God with us, has come to take your spots away. He carried them away to the cross. And that is what makes this day so good for you and me. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God. But he was pierced for our transgression, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. By his wounds we are healed. Amen.